Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Over the rainbow, we were taken back to Oz in tonight's Supernatural episode. Episode 11, there's no place like home. Welcome After Buzzers to another Supernatural After Show. If you haven't done so already, remember you can subscribe and catch up on any After Shows on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV or tweet us here at Supernatural with the hashtag ABTVSupernatural. I'm your host, Michaela Phillips, and to the left is my lovely lady here, Katie Campbell. Hello. <laughs> and over this side, we have Lindsay Wagner and Tom Connolly. Hello. Hello. Good to be back. Good to be back. It is. We missed yeah, you nice last week. Yeah. Tom, this week, so Tom. Yeah. welcome and Tom And sitting back. next to me, I mean, if you guys have been watching our after show for the past two, two seasons, years, yeah. Tom and I never get to sit <laughs> next to each other. <laughs> never. This is exciting. Yeah. It's so an exciting, like, it's exciting evening for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we swapped sides tonight, yeah. Tom. We uh-huh. did. Yep. That we also have a really cool guest in here tonight from Supernatural. You guys remember him as young John Winchester, the handsome and the funny Matt Cohen. Hi, after buzzers. <laughs> I feel like that's what we got to call you now. The enthusiasm of the, the opening of the show was it's so exciting. Well, that's yeah. great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here, Matt. Thank you for well, joining it's us It's a tonight. pleasure to be here, and thank you for having me. <laughs> well, what did you guys think of tonight's episode? It was very action-packed. Very dark. Very dark. Mm-hmm. Very dark. I liked it. I it was you a liked good it? Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it too. I love when they do things like this, like the whole Wizard of Oz stuff. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's what's great about the show. Mm. Yeah. I think that it was really cool that they had the whole dark Charlie thing in. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was telling you guys earlier, Felicia Day and I had just met, and she's such a sweetheart in real life. And she she really is more to the, the side of, of the other, the, you know, the nicer side of her character. <laughs> but to see her play both sides and and perform them so well it's just awesome and I think Supernatural is so great at doing that given actors the opportunity to play different characters different versions of characters different characters and different bodies and something et cetera, et cetera. very different to who they are yes. as a person so it was very great to see Charlie be dark yes. but we opened up with the episode seeing a guy being tortured running through a house all this like commotion going on and then we see Charlie come into it saying I'm going to torture you what were your initial thoughts? I had no idea that was going to be her. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I think we thought that Dean was going to be coming out torturing. We were going to go back in time. We were going to get a flashback that this was something Dean did years mm-hmm. ago. And instead, we get the surprise that it's Charlie, dark mm-hmm. Charlie. Absolutely. We didn't know at the time. No. 
We didn't know there was two of her at that point. And she was torturing uh, Peter Harper, who was a district attorney. And we go on to find out why she's torturing these types of lawyers or district attorneys. And it's to find who actually killed her family, which was a really interesting Mm storyline. She was previously Celeste. Yeah. So that was, was cool. I like yeah. I like actually mm-hmm. finding. I figured I th- didn't know she had a different name. So mm-hmm. I like yeah. like it when they go back into like the background of these characters that you have seen in previous seasons or episodes. And the last time we saw Charlie was in season nine. So it was good to have her come back and to have that backstory. You know, it's interesting too about when they had her file of Celeste and all the things mm-hmm. that she's been through and what the therapists say and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam was you know kind of saying oh she had all these problems and was depressed and this and all that and then Dean was like you know what if somebody would have talked to us when we were younger it really wouldn't have been that different I just loved that little line in that conversation between the two of them yeah yeah absolutely Matt what were your thoughts on seeing that scene like opening up did you expect it um I didn't expect it I I was I was it was nice to see Felicia Day play the dark side. It was nice to see that and been kind of just get thrust into that. Cause I just met her and I'm telling you, she's like just this like little tiny sweet as can be. Um, and I like the fact that she's chasing down almost a, uh, you know, a passionate revenge, um, you know, mm-hmm. for her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's something, there's something good in her darkness. There's something genuine in that darkness. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That could be my darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're right. Supernatural really does give a lot of the actors the opportunity to play both sides and to get like, I mean, that's, that is a great feeling as an actor to get to play something that's outside of yourself, yeah. outside of your realm, as you obviously know. So I'm sure for Felicia, that was so much fun on set, getting to play that range of mm-hmm. normal, balanced, wonderful, sweet Charlie, and then just play this girl that's out for a vengeance. She's out to, to come back and show revenge mm-hmm. and, and bring out more of the dark side in Dean as well. Yeah, yeah, and find out who destroyed her family in the process. Mm-hmm. It was funny to see a lot of good Charlie was a lot of the scenes were centered around like with Sam and a lot of bad Charlie was with Dean. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about bad Charlie and the Dean scenes. There was the first initial kind of showdown, little fight. And then there was later on like a much more bigger brawl. Intense. Yeah, yes. and we, we, we found out throughout the episode that Whatever happens to good Charlie happens to bad Charlie. What happens to bad Charlie happens to good Charlie and vice versa. Did you guys think, like, there was possible we were all, like, talking. We're like, does Dean realize what he's doing right now in hurting Charlie? I honestly think it's the mark and how much it's controlling him. Mm -hmm. And he just loses himself in his rage. And they were just showing yet another example of him having it not totally under control. Even Mm -hmm. though he's taking these measures and these steps of... Making egg whites and mm. eating almonds and kale, which is Drinking not green juice. Yeah, green juice yeah. I think had it been not that last bite of that kale sandwich, that he <laughs> he wouldn't have beaten Fat Charlie so so horribly at the end. That kale overcame him. Yeah, he should have took that shot, and I think he would have been okay. But it was really the, the was kale what, saved him. It's what we're all fighting on a daily basis. It's just that one more bite of kale, we're all gonna lose it. Oh my gosh, absolutely! And it's very unusual to see Dean eating super healthy. That obviously. Well, and he said he's like, I can't wait till it's crazy. back to booze burgers and booze, booze. Yeah, <laughs> thought he was gonna add babes to that i know <laughs> he right? should have he definitely should have he's kind of on a babe cleanse as well it seems maybe oh, he was he was kind of yeah. checking out the girl at the bar though a little yeah and then charlie kind of made her point <laughs> snuck out <laughs> i knew what she was doing speaking mm-hmm. of that when i she... remember you did you were like you guys like i'm not buying it not buy. she's not gonna go hit on the bartender he just told her where this 
guy or mm. this guy is. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's going for that. That can help her get back to help her get back. To Clive Oz Dillon and, was his yeah. name, right? Listen, yeah. the bar's open all night. She can go and back and get the bartender <laughs> after. She destroys yeah. Good Charlie. So <laughs> yeah, so we do see Sam and Good Charlie trying to find a way back or how to fix the key to Oz. That's the only way that Charlie can reunite the two sides of her and fight her bad Charlie side. Mm. And we see that the key's broken because she broke it. So they track down Clive Dillon from the Man of Letters, who actually now goes by what was the name he went by? Michael Carter. Yep. So mm-hmm. he's still mm-hmm. alive, and they confront him. That was a pretty good scene. He like tried to lie about it. I was like, come on. like, And she noticed the scar, which I thought was really good resemblance that they then later showed on mm-hmm. when the wizard appeared. Uh, no, but yeah, what were your guys' thoughts on like that scene or how they confronted it to I th- find I mean, the key? I, would, I wish they would, we would actually go to Oz now. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have liked to have seen that side of it. Because, I, I mean, it just sounds... The way they, you know, planned it out in this episode, like, it would have been really cool to see, like... Mm-hmm. Just how how it all went down. Like, you know, she told us, like, oh, well, you know, the wizard said I had to do this to save, you know, mm-hmm. or at least win the war of Oz. Right. So, like, I want to see that war. That'd be cool to see. It would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's always nice to get more history on the men of letters, mm-hmm. I think. So we always welcome information that comes to that. And like you said, I think it would be would be great to go to Oz and see what Dorothy is dealing with and well, that little, like, step in there. And maybe we can still go there. I feel like we can we find a way back there somehow. Well, now she might have it under control now well, that the wizard is gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, she yes, didn't, he was but also, killed. she didn't know he was bad. Like, they never knew the wizard was bad, right, I guess? or did well, she... she? I think she, uh, Charlie kind of said something that he might be controlling her from the inside type of thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. And yeah. it was really symbolic. I, I personally think when she actually killed um, Michael Carter, Clive Dillon, and like she really found like that her, within herself, and she thought it was be- her being bad. I mean, I think it was just her like being brave and standing up for <clears throat> herself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have done that though. That was intense. intense. <laughs> I mean, it was like life or death, though. And Matt, what do you think of? I, I, yeah, I kind of agree with you on that one. She dug down and it was kind of good Charlie becoming bad Charlie and then one and the same and mm-hmm. some justification. I, I don't know. There was a, a lot going on there. I think moment. it was necessary. I think it kind of had to happen. Totally. I think maybe mm-hmm. like her character needed that. Well, I like that he came up with this and he's like, we have to wound me enough to bring the wizard here, mm-hmm. mortally wound me. Yes, and then to make her take that final step, so you give her the option, and she's got to do one way or the other. Either it's if if she doesn't do it, then Dark Charlie can be out there for forever. If she does do it, which is against everything in her, but it's good and this whole point that there is no more darkness in her, and how she's gonna regret this mm-hmm. or always be thinking about this because she's also we have to add in the fact that that guy the house guy, killed her parents. Oh. Mm -hmm. So you have to add in that she's been, bad Charlie's been seeking vengeance on this Mm -hmm. guy, and now she feels like she's doing the same thing because now she's killing somebody. Mm -hmm. But but also I think that she, if she didn't shoot him when she did, I think Dean would have killed her, Mm -hmm. and then she wouldn't have been able to, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think, think, you know, they both would have died like the wizard did, so... That's a really yeah. good point. Like you both make, I, I I really agree. Like with Tom, like what you're saying that Dean could have pushed it too far, 
And I think that really could have happened. Thankfully, it didn't. Mm -hmm. It's beneficial for Charlie and also him with the mark. But Lindsay, you just mentioned that he said, I have to, like, basically bring him, the wizard, so mortally heal myself because if I can't die, he dies. And it's funny that he said that, but he never told Charlie, you're actually going to have to kill me to kill him. I mean, it's implied that if he's injured, he's injured, but he never said, like, that's how you'll have to do it. Mm. And I think, I feel like that's, like, another, like, mark of Cain, like, kind of thing, like, what happened to Dean because Crowley pushed him into having the mark. I just kind of feel like there's a resemblance. And a lot, I think, throughout tonight's episode... Charlie was like referencing kind of things like that to Dean and I know Lindsay you were talking a lot about that I just like there was there was I wrote notes about how she had said and of course I'm not going to find them right now right because <laughs> I'm looking for them well I mean um, Tom Katie do you want to like chime in with but what do you thought it was mm. interesting to hear dark Charlie at the end say the magic was in you all the time mm. and that's also a line that comes from Wizard of Oz you had the power all along all, my dear that's what Glinda says to Dorothy before she leaves it wasn't about clicking her heels it was that there's no place like home mm -hmm. and so dark Charlie's telling Charlie you've had this power all along you just had to use it um, but dark Charlie talking to Dean and saying there's a dark side that you need to set free and it can only come free when you're dark mm -hmm. So it was all this telling her, you need to let this power go and you need to see what it's going to do for you because not all evil is bad. Yeah, and there was the line where she said, like, the darkness set you free to Dean. And mm. I kind of felt like that was a lot, like, got to do for Dean to relate to it. That was about the Mark of Cain. Well, I think that he has done a lot of bad things with the Mark of Cain. So I don't really want him to set <laughs> free like that because no, he's done the exactly. massacre two episodes ago, mm. you know. I don't want him to go there. I want to find this problem. Hopefully mm. Cass and they can figure it out. Mm -hmm. But And bringing Cain back into it. They're kind of starting now to question that, which is, it's funny, it's been like my prediction for a past um, few weeks and we know Cain's going to return, but now that they're kind of questioning it and Sam was like, Cain lived with the Mark for so many years... And Dean was like, but he killed for so many centuries. But there obviously is going to be a way they're going to keep doing that. And the only kind of thing I think we saw tonight for the Mark of Cain is Dean shaking. Yeah, we saw that like about twice. Weapon, which, with the, was it a knife? It was a, a knife, which I thought was weird. But then when they busted into the woman's house, he mm -hmm. pulled out a gun, but he didn't. his hand didn't mm -hmm. shake at all, which I thought was kind of... I thought maybe they'd at least maybe flash to it, just maybe right. him well, being nervous. Maybe it was just like, you know, adrenaline. And the, and, maybe it's just know. a blade because mm -hmm. the first yeah. blade is the most powerful thing in his hand. So I would that agree, being a blade. I would agree with that. But then I feel like the other scene they showed where it was him looking at his reflection and then the hand started shaking again. I was like, what, he can't look at himself? Like, does he see, like, the darkness in himself? Is that what they were trying to say? I think, I think so. you guys are reading right. too much into it. I think that... <laughs> I think that all in all, it was uh, earlier in the episode when Dark Charlie popped the tire of the Impala, caused all the all the anger inside of Dean. I don't think <laughs> that's that's do. You don't pop the tire of the Impala, <laughs> man. No, the Impala. No way. It doesn't even make sense. It's crazy. Of course, Dean's gonna beat you to a bloody pulp at the end of the episode. You asked for it. Tire. I just yeah. really want him to have this mark. Give into it. Rule hell with Crowley. <gasps> I just want there to be the bromance. I'm just, I'm still stuck on the fact that well, he's not Demon Dean. I just want it so bad. You well, want Demon Dean? I want bad? Demon I Dean do. ruling oh, hell with Crowley. Wow. I can't even tell you how many people looked me in my face after that episode 
when Dean turned into Demon mm-hmm. Dean, or when his eyes was. Mm-hmm. So that was Flashed. the season finale yeah. of, la- of, yep, of nine. Of nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so I think we had conventions and whatnot, like following up that, and it was people would look at me and they would cry and they would be like, how could you let them do this? <laughs> you know, the fandoms like, wow. you know, they're wow. into it. And that was like not a fandom favorite moment. Yeah. And it turned mm-hmm. into like a fandom favorite moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's the writer's job to make you go no. And then fall in love with whatever the decision. <laughs> they made. But people went crazy. I think online there's reaction you know how like they yeah. have oh re- yeah their reactions yeah and that. some people were showing me some crazy ones like people falling out of their chair like screaming blood curdling screams it was really I, 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 I did that we were in yeah, the trailer yeah, I yeah, screamed yeah. out like we were like oh my god someone's gonna think you jumped like five times in this episode <laughs> you're a bit jumpy with, I, with the stuff I, I get a little nervous because I don't like seeing the fighting and then like and then the blade and the hand just makes me nervous and I get invested. We all get invested in it. <laughs> and it's, I mean, when you when you obviously saw the demon, Dean, were you hoping? Like, what was what was your reaction? What were you thinking? I pushed to the front of my seat as I'm watching them push in on Jensen's face, but mm-hmm. not so much because of the demon eyes. It's uh, the closer they get to his lips, <laughs> the closer I have to slide <laughs> to the front of the seat and figure it out. Um, it's just. <laughs> I, I continuously get lost in Jensen's lips and episode after episode, <laughs> scene after scene, poster after poster, even when I talk to him and we run into each other. Like, hey, Jensen, what's up? My my gaze is like strictly from his face and then I'm like right down to his mouth. Like, Are you hypnotizing me with your mouth right now? What's happening? Oh my gosh. He really does have a pretty mouth and I don't mean that in a weird way. I, I kind of do actually. I'm sorry I'm not sorry. There you go, Jensen Ackles. You have a hypnotizing mouth on Matt Cohen. Hey, and Jared, don't feel left out. You have locks of manly man. beauty. <laughs> oh my god! You've heard it here first at AfterBuzz, guys. <laughs> yes, you yes. have. Tweet about it. <laughs> Tweet about it. Tell us what you like about Jensen's face and Jared's face and What's there not Matt's to like? face for for all of us to hear. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Use the hashtag ABTV Supernatural. Oh. And I would have really thought on this in this episode that Dean would have been able to relate, though, to Charlie. Like, good and bad I Charlie. I think he was. I think he, it was that she kept trying to push him to, you know, be bad. And he was just, like, so adamant of trying to, you know, mm-hmm. be clean, I guess. You think she <laughs> yeah. just, like, pushed him way too much? I don't think I don't know because I don't think Mm-mm, I think, I think she should have pushed it further. I, yeah. I agree with Katie that I think once he gets into a fight, it's the it's the mark that just takes over. Now it's not mm-hmm. it's not him stop. anymore. It's just all right. Oh, I'm fighting someone. I'm gonna fight them until I kill them. But I think you're on to something, Matt, when you say when she slashed the when I say yeah. he does have pretty lips. <laughs> oh, <he's not> too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not I'll too. let the lip thing go. I killed that joke like six conventions ago. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> no, but when she had baby, mm-hmm. like yeah. I think that did set something off. Dick Charlie. He was mad, and then she kept pushing him, and then as soon as they started fighting, he just lost it. He mm-hmm. couldn't come back. Yeah. And a pop tire. And, a, and she stole it. I forgot that, too. Yeah. So. A pop tire yeah. and Impala. A stolen Impala. <laughs> Green juice, egg whites, and a kale sandwich. I'd be pretty pissed off. And That's she, a bad day. And she initially put him in like a headlock with her legs. Yeah, triangle truth. So yeah. I mean, that you know that kind of deflates your yeah, manhood a little it. bit. Yeah, she owned him in that first. Yeah, yeah she she I was like, that. yeah, that's right. I was like, oh, you give it to him. 
No, absolutely. But we, I mean, it ended well in the end. We got to see them. You know, she said, "I forgive you, Dean." He was like, "He doesn't," which is typical, Dean. Oh, Katie, what did you? I was just going to say the scene where we are watching Russell, who was the guy who killed Mm -hmm. Charlie's parents. Mm -hmm. um, He was just kind of rude, and I just I did not believe her when she told Dean the bad Charlie told Dean that she was going to just talk to him. And she gave him the knife. I'm like, no, no, no. this is not gonna go like that. Mm. Too easy. It's too easy. Mm. Yeah, like, why wouldn't he check her for a second knife? Or go in the room. <laughs> well, that too. Yes, that mm. was that was very weird of him not to at least stand by. But yeah, you know, he was. He, I don't know. He was weirdly trusting of of Dark Charlie there. But, Damn it, Dean. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta go, you know what, there's no explanation. Damn you, Dean! Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. I didn't mean to yell. No, you're fine. Sometimes. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. I mean, if you guys don't have anything to add to tonight's episode, I'd love to talk to our guest, Matt, here. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. <laughs> well, I saw you actually do have a movie coming out February 27th. Do uh, I? Yes, you what do. Winds of Drive. Favorite? Oh, is that Mystery, the final release date? Mystery thriller. I have no idea what the release well, date is. Well, according to IMDb, it is. So, fingers crossed. We it should it be is. around then. I knew yeah. it was going to be early this year, but I have not heard an official date. But that's probably the right date. <laughs> well, we hope it is. If not, it's a ballpark. Yes. Okay. I'll accept it. I'll accept that February. Okay, I'm glad. Date. But yeah, no, you do. You have an amazing mystery thriller coming out, and it's based on like a mentally unstable actor. It is. And you play a character called Matt. I do, and it's um, it's funny that movie is. It's my role is kind of a cameo role, and it it kind of pays homage to Supernatural. Oh. So I highly recommend everybody seeing it. Yeah. Uh, my my wife is actually one of the stars of that movie, and. I kind of got with the producers and the directors and the writers, and they wanted me to be part of the project. And I said, well, we should do this funny little thing because a lot of people would think it was funny and quirky. And I, <laughs> without giving away too much, um, you'll have to see it. Uh, it. It's hashtag supernatural related. My, my cameo <laughs> cool. is. Anyways. Oh, cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Can you tell us more about your character? I can't. You can't. Lips are sealed. I can't because it's it's one word away from being given away, right? Oh, at that every juicy. word out of my mouth, <laughs> yes, or lack of juiciness. Oh, we'll have to see it okay. <laughs> well, did you have like a great time filming it? I did. I had yeah. a great a great time working with um, just everybody on that set. You know, my wife. I met my wife on the first project I ever did, South of Nowhere, mm-hmm. ten years ago, basically. And uh, she was my first on-screen kiss, and basically Aww. it ended up being Aww. ended up being the wifey. And so it was the first time we got to kind of step back on set with each other, um, which was interesting. Yeah, you know, you evolve a lot in eight or nine years as an actor, as people, as young adults, as whatever we are. You know, mm-hmm. as human beings. Um, so it was nice to get back on set with her. And Tommy O'Reilly is the star of the film. He's a good good friend of mine and uh, it was nice it was just a nice experience altogether. it's nice to get into a strong independent film um, uh, Natalie uh, Bible or Bible however you want to pronounce her last name is a director and she's a female director a strong amazing creative artistic female director who is uh, leaving a large footprint in this town She's really, really good. She's got some great things on her uh, on her docket coming up. Absolutely, and so do you. I have yeah. some things coming you're, up. You're some constantly working, especially I, since the last time we spoke at um, Supernatural Con. Yeah, it's it's always something. You know, it's like uh, if I'm not at a convention, 
<laughs> I'm at another convention. <laughs> or I'm on a plane going to a convention. It's so weird. I was just having this conversation with somebody this past weekend in Houston, and they were like, man, you know, it's five years out, and there's all this talk about the spinoff, and a young John Winchester spinoff, and all these things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I Supernatural has been alive in my life for five years since I've been on. I haven't been on since season five. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're in season 10, and... It's been so overwhelmingly alive in my life. I've created relationships with the, everybody from the actors to directors to producers. And it's just every night, it's like I still breathe this show and I haven't been on it. It's absurd. I, yeah, I told everybody, amazing. I was like, listen, I will do a walk-on cameo in the background. I'll fly myself up there and I'll come up there for free because I owe it to the fans. Mm-hmm. I owe it to the fans to just show my face in an episode. Right. I really, it's not about me at this point. It's not about young John. It's about me and the fans, this relationship, this family who's given so much to me over the last five years. It's been such a great exchange, and I owe it to them. So one way or another, they got to work me back in. I won't take no for an answer. <laughs> Do you think that we would get to see young John Winchester, though? Absolutely. I, I can't give you any official word, obviously. I wish I could. Yes. If I could right now and get in trouble for saying it, I would say yes, I'm going to be back on the show. How about I'm going to say that anyways? Yes, I'm going to be back on the show? Wait, yes, I'm going to be back on the show? Question mark at the end? I don't know. Um, there's, you know, like we were talking about earlier, there's so many ways Supernatural can write in, write out, create mm-hmm. anything, an environment, a character. They give you, uh, you know, you come in as one character. They say, hey, you look just like Jeffrey D. Morgan. We need you to play young John Winchester one episode. Then all of a sudden they write you a eight-page scene where you're Michael and you don't even understand what's happening. <laughs> you have to go back, watch all the seasons and figure out how am I going to play and you know, introduce this character that's had such a major arc and was supposed to be so important and still is so important. And the show does that. So what what can and can't happen? I've died twice. I've come back alive <laughs> twice, once as a different character. I don't see why you can't see young John. I don't see why uh, Castiel can't take young John's body. Anybody can take <laughs> anybody's body. Crowley, there's so, there's so many options. I mean, no is not a word that exists mm-hmm. in Supernatural. Like, it really just, you know, what can't be done? We've had a lot of people, too, especially in the beginning of the season, say that they wanted to see John Winchester back in general. So I feel like if we did see him, maybe we'd see some backstory with the young one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I think <laughs> that there's a whole bunch of backstory that's kind of lost in translation a little bit. Not lost in translation. It's been explained, but... Why are the boys the way they are? Why, you know, do we know how Jeffrey Dean Morgan's, you know, version of John changed and, and, and became more tormented and, and what happened for the boys to become the boys, but what happened in between my version of John and Jeffrey's version of John and what happened to the boys during that time? Mm-hmm. Now, I know what you're all thinking. That could be told in about 10 seasons of a spinoff. I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely, of um, course. But even if it wasn't, it could be you know a f- great flashback episode to where the boys discover more of what happened to themselves and why they are the way they are and why they battle with the things they're battling and you know why I, why they have funny humor that maybe they got from their dad or even grandpa, even Henry, you mm-hmm. know, what, whatever it is. There's a ton of space to be uh, explored. I definitely think it's easy to come back to that because obviously we're seeing next week 
we get young dean Dean. yeah so it's it's always easy to do these kind of flashback episodes and bring somebody back in and the fans just love seeing it so i mean i they'd be stoked to see you back it's such a great family thank you by the way thank you fans for continuously supporting me and the show and everybody but it's the the family is so real family there it's not like we were talking when we were watching earlier. Like, there's a reason the show's been on the air for 10 years. And I mean this with everything in me. The boys cared about every episode, and they do until this day. And they care about everybody that walks on that set. And they care that the product turns out not just, hey, let's go to a set, let's film an episode, let's put something out on TV, and then I'll have money to go mm-hmm. live my life. No, they care about making the greatest show possible. A show that makes sense... To a point. I mean, it's super, <laughs> supernatural. But they make sure in the realm of supernatural that the show makes sense and that every line of dialogue makes sense. And they just care a great deal. And that's why we're here right now. Mm-hmm. Sarah Gamble, or I, I was trying to find the tweet, but somebody tweeted earlier, I think it was the the longest-running genre show in U.S. history or wow. something wow. like that. Or I, don't, don't quote me on that one. Um, but something of that nature. Either way, it's an amazing experience that we're sitting here, you know, 10 seasons later. Absolutely. And there's 11 that's going to be And signed on yeah. for 11 now. Unbelievable. Congratulations, fans. Congratulations, <laughs> you guys. Congratulations to everybody involved. That's an, that's an unbelievable, unbelievable, flattering thing to happen for a television show. It's, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. I have it a good is. idea for your cameo. Uh, this is what it should be. It should be them sitting in a bar. Okay. And then the bartender goes up and like gives them like a shot or some kind of drink, and they're like, "Oh, that guy bought it for you." And then like, you just kind of turn around and they just kind of go, "That guy kind of looks familiar." Oh, and you just get up and leave, and like they don't even like that's know perfect. this it's you. That's, oh all, that's all we need. That's really that's all we need. You know what? I love what they did with. Um, I don't know which. I think it might have been in the season finale last year. Uh, oh no, it was the two hundredth episode with Rob Benedict at. The last mm-hmm. scene he plays, mm-hmm. you know, is he God? Is he Chuck? Who mm-hmm. is he? And he kind of like has this little cameo and this eye wink, but it was so powerful. Yeah. yeah. Such a powerful moment. That's all I need. I just want one eye, one wink, <laughs> either eye, it could be either side, whatever it is. Producers, writers, he can do it. Yeah, I can wink. I can get <laughs> do my, it. It's going to take me a few takes to get the wink. <laughs> At first, I'll be like, all right, Matt, wink. And I'm like, oh, just one, one eye. Lose all senses. It's so bad. I remember being on a set like when I was really young um, and they were like, yeah, so like hug her and then wink over her shoulder. (laughs) I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Between like trying to figure out like standing on my mark and being nervous that I was like on a movie set, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I I just couldn't get a wink out. Like it was just so brutal. Some things are so brutal. I remember my first on-screen wave. They were like, all right, we just want you to like have this like really – like she drives by in the car and you just like look at her with all your intention in your wave. Oh. And I was like <laughs> I like put my hand down. It was the worst thing ever. Oh my gosh. It's on TV somewhere. There's a rerun of it somewhere. You're find it's it. so <laughs> bad. It's so bad. My wife, Mandy Musgrave, literally made fun of me for five years. She was like, Really? The wave? And like she would see me. Oh my gosh. And I would be like leaving somewhere, like, oh like I'm going out for a run and she'd be like <laughs> like, oh god it's never gonna go away oh my gosh well your wife is absolutely gorgeous and you guys Thank are you. expecting your fresh yeah child. we're having a baby at the end of march Exciting. a little boy his oh, name's oh gonna be gosh. macklin that's um, a great name that's yeah, old irish 
uh, our Scottish surname. So traditionally like a last name, but I'm Matt and she's Mandy, so we wanted like a M name. Mandy. So Mac that's really cool. That's really cute. Are you, are you, you ready to be a dad? I don't know. Am I ready to sit here, wear these headphones, and talk with you guys? I, or what, what are we ever ready for? You know, you just got to like jump in and do it and be excited for it and be there and do the best we can do. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for anything. I don't know if I'm ready to get in my car and drive home or, you know, what am I ready for tomorrow? Like, it's, we're never ready. We just live and, you know. Try to do the best we can. It's a great philosophy on life. Mm -hmm. I think you'll be a great dad. I'm absolutely pumped about it. You'll be great. I'm very pumped. Thank you. That's flattering. (laughs) And I, I, I can't even tell you. Every night I go to bed, and every morning I wake up, and I'm just like, "Holy smokes! I'm, I'm making. I I mean, I'm not doing much, but my wife is. (laughs) She's making a person that I took part in helping (laughs) achieve. Like this is an incredible thing. It's such a beautiful, wonderful thing. If you ever question the fact that a miracle is a real thing, you know, like you think, like you watch TV shows and like, you know, miracle home makeovers and this and that. Like we make people. No, not we. (laughs) Women make people in their body, and then a person comes out of your body, and then you feed a person from your body. Just think okay. about it for a second. That's exactly the reaction I wanted. <laughs> I don't want you to even say anything. I'm so happy. I'm not happy you're crying, <laughs> okay. but I'm happy that I had an effect on you because that's what I live for is effect on people. That's yeah. this is I'm it. having a hot flash note too. Okay. Well before we <laughs> stop really blowing up. I think we should get to this week's predictions. Please, yes. Sorry. No, that's wonderful. That's a, a genuinely like wonderful like um, that's a genuinely wonderful, like, it's amazing. amazing feeling to hear. It's and so crazy. I can't. First time dad. I mean, that's just, that's incredible. Congratulations Again, from yeah. all of us thank here at After Buzz. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Tom, you and your lovely did life. Did you want to start us off this week with our predictions? Oh, predictions. Well, next week we have Teen Dean. Mm-hmm. How does he become a teenager again? I don't know. And Dean gets to watch himself be a teenager, right? No, no, no. no? Does he get Does turned he? into I th- one? Yeah, I think, I think it's him still. Still, okay. Yeah, because it was Sam at the door when he like opened the door. Is he going to be right. too young to drive? I, I think, think so. It looks like oh, it. Yeah, so awesome. <laughs> It's going to be like 13. Uh, there's going to be yeah. jokes about him not being able to drive in Hala. <laughs> I can't wait. That'll be sweet. <laughs> but yeah, I wonder how he... We don't know how he gets turned, but it should be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And will he still have the mark? <laughs> Like, will he just, you know... Ooh, is he going to follow him? Yeah. beat people up? I don't know. Maybe Um, that's a way he can get rid of it somehow. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think, overall predictions. I don't know, after last week with Rowena and Crowley, like, it's she's definitely trying to take over, it seemed, Mm -hmm. you know. And that flashback, which I... Sorry, I wasn't here last week to talk about that, but that flashback at the beginning, or not even flashback, him dreaming that all of his, you know... Minions, underlings. Yeah, were killing him. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was going to be maybe something we saw, we see later, like him seeing it happen, and then like later in the season it actually happens. But, but then she already killed that the one right. guy. So from uh, Rowena's hex bag. Yeah, yeah, which she had in like his throne <clears throat> or whatever. So yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely her trying to take over and just be the queen of hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. uh, and other than that, I mean, I'd like to see Dean go back to being Demon Dean. Before the season's over, before they figure out how to get the mark off them, but we'll see. Yeah, that's all I have. Okay, Lindsay. <laughs> well, I I'm excited to see Teen Dean 
not have even gone through puberty yet, apparently, according to Sam. But I'm also looking forward to seeing Sam kind of take a more major role because we've kind of seen him on the back burner a little bit in these past few episodes and letting Dean shine, which obviously he's got major issues going on right now that he needs to figure out. But So we haven't really gotten to delve into Sam for a little while. So I feel mm-hmm. like this next episode, because it's Teen Dean, is going to focus a little bit more about Sam and his relationship mm-hmm. with baby bro. <laughs> um, but And I also think we've got a very humorous episode, obviously, coming mm-hmm. to us. I, too, would love to see Demon Dean return, as always. Um, And I don't know if we're going to see Rowena and Crowley next episode, but I think then they're going to hit us with something big after next week. Okay. I don't know what. (laughs) We will see. Kind of vague, guys. Sorry. (laughs) You didn't get the script? (laughs) (laughs) Katie. I think we are going to see... Well, I'm curious... As to if Teen Dean is going to mm-hmm. have any market game problems, I don't think so. But I really want to see what's going on with that. I'm excited for after that what we're going to learn because he's supposed to come back in. Kane is supposed to come back in episode 17, 17 right? We're getting so like, closer. But they wanted to bring him into the situation at the end of the episode when mm-hmm. Sam was talking to Cass. He said, "You know, let's maybe we have to call Kane." So I wonder what they're going to do in these next five episodes until we get there Mm. six episodes until we get there and i also think that rowena is going to pull one over on crowley because Mm -hmm. she she (laughs) keeps like winning his trust and she's just gonna i think she's gonna rule one day you think he'll finally give in and like the manipulation of hers will work i think so it keeps working so far it is so far Mm. but does he know what she's doing you I mean, first he was suspicious. He's got to be smarter than she is. <laughs> At first mm. he was suspicious, but I just, I don't know. She's winning. It's yeah. it's a to be continued for sure on mm. that one. Uh, for my predictions, uh, I definitely agree. I think it's going to be so much fun to see Teen Dean. I'm not, I, I don't think it'll have too much to do with the mark of Kane. This is kind of like mm. these next, like this episode next week. It's kind of like a break, I feel in between which is great I still love those episodes they're funny we still get to touch base on like old characters uh, as for overall predictions I'm not I don't know if Rowena's gonna pawn over Crowley and the, the blade he still has the blade so I think she's gonna attempt to steal it again actually let's I'm gonna go on the record mm-hmm. to say that's my prediction she's gonna attempt to retake that again from Crowley so Dean can't get a hold of that so that's probably my only prediction right now apart from I guess Kane coming back yeah, and Matt, would you like to add any of your predictions? <laughs> My predictions for next week's episode. Um, <laughs> Teen Dean is uh, going to be pissed off that he can't drive the Impala. Um, um, normal Sam is definitely going to make fun of Teen Dean numerous times. I think Teen Dean might, at some point in the episode, look into the mirror and discover his succulent lips for the first time <laughs> in his young life. The lips again. This is the they lips might thing. have seen lips. just with him putting like, some chapstick on just for you. <laughs> right. Like, I really yeah. think the writers should do that for me. Just like have a scene where he like really notices. He's like, damn. Oh, look at his lips. <laughs> that was a good that was a good dean. Everybody at conventions are like, Give me your best uh, Jensen. I'm just like <laughs> I just like pucker my lips up and I'm like him. <laughs> and I just like growl <laughs> real low. I like to do the I'm the Batman. <laughs> um, but that's just me making fun of Jensen actually. That's, that's true. We <laughs> love we love Jensen. We love Jensen and Jared. Yes, I of course. I'm such a supernatural fanboy. It's ridiculous. I can't believe they let me on that set. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it was a great episode tonight. We are in store for another fantastic, funny, and like you said, humorous episode next week, yes. which is about a boy. I think it is titled. So, Tom, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Twitter at TomTheCom and uh, every week here for mm-hmm. Supernatural. And you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lindsay Wagner or my blog, lindsaywagner.blogspot.com. You can find me on Twitter at Katie Campbell. That's Katie with three E's and Instagram at Katie Campbell 13. And you guys can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Phillips and on Instagram at Michaela Phillips. Matt, you got to be tweeted. Where can they find hey, you? Hey, who would we be if we didn't have handles for things, right? <laughs> We'd be like, hi, I'm Matt Cohen. I'm not that interesting. I'm just Matt Cohen. <laughs> um, I am Matt Cohen for real, the number four, because uh, I couldn't come up with anything else that was interesting because somebody already stole my name. <gasps> Matt Cohen for real on all things that are for real. <laughs> Social media. Well, Social thank media. you so much for joining us. Thank Matt. you guys it's for having pleasure. me. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. You. Tune in, guys, next week, same time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz. you later. Brown <laughs> people edition. The only do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.